All right, what's up and welcome to the very first episode of the Gift of Gaming podcast, the podcast where I, along with my friends, will shoot the breeze, anything and everything video games. Uh, today, on the very first episode, I'm joined by my good friends, uh, Luke Maycock. Luke, say hello. Hey, guys. What's up? And I'm also my good friend, Chris. Hey, Chris. Hey, guys. How's it going? It's going good, Chris. It's going good. I, I'm, I'm Darren Wayne, in case I haven't mentioned that. I, I hope I haven't said it twice. That's going to seem pretty bad. But on our first ever episode, it being December... Ninth today, I thought it'd be good to talk about the Game Awards. We've all, all three of us watched the Game Awards. <laughs> Just last night, baby, yeah. Disappointed by some things, mm-hmm. enlightened by other things. Cringed um, by other things. Cringed <laughs> by some other things. Died time. inside yeah. a couple of times. <laughs> yeah, some of, it was, some of it was pretty bad. Um, so yeah. Overall, I think it was pretty good, mm, though. Yeah. I mean, It was hype. It was yeah. really good. It was yeah. good for the industry, I think. Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah for sure. For sure. Um, so just for, you know, in case you listen to this, the very first episode and you want to know if this is a thing you're interested in or not, uh, every, I haven't really decided yet, but I guess every fortnight, so I don't put myself under too much pressure or us under too much pressure, pressure uh, we'll talk um, different video game topics each and every episode. Uh, could be top, top games and, and certain eras. Uh, could be our favorite uh, publishers, favorite creators. Best favorite soundtracks. Artists, best soundtracks. Yeah, it's all stuff like that, yeah. Just literally anything and everything video games. But today, we're talking Game Awards. Game Awards 2022. Game Awards. Yeah. <laughs> and it was, it was like I said, pretty pretty good show. Pretty long show. But I feel like for that, you know, if you're okay oh, with this, guys. So long. Yeah, so long. Yeah, man. And like, like for, us here, for us here in Ireland, like, I mean, I, I think I left yours, Chris, last night at like, you know, was it 10 to 4 a.m.? Yeah, yeah. yeah, it was pretty bad. It's pretty bad. So I think we're, we're, we'll talk about some of the awards. We've given our, you guys, you know, sent to me your your preferences for each award and what you predicted would win that award as well. Yeah. Um, so we'll go and through And I them. think across the board, my preferences were actually better than... Your predictions? Yeah. Right. It means you're, you're, in, you're in the industry, Chris. Yeah, I just you doubted myself too yeah, much. You're yeah, a capital G gamer. Yeah. <laughs> we got a capital G gamer over here. Yeah. So we'll go through a few of the awards. We'll hit up the announcements that were made as well. I'll get your guys' opinions on, on what's up and coming, what's, what's you know, the, all those world premieres that Jeff Keighley really got his sunk his teeth into and then we'll kind of hit up our our favorite awards as well so i guess without further ado i'm going to pick these at random and just knock them off the list as well um without further ado i'm going to go into one that's and just a full disclosure there are a few topics that some of us aren't too keen on and don't know much about so esports we didn't go for a whole lot luke you know some stuff about esports so we're going to rely on your insight. Yeah, we can touch on it a little bit, but yeah, for, for sure. It felt like like we all, like we were saying, we all cast like our opinions on each of the categories, but there's definitely yeah. some categories I was cast an opinion being like, Meh. I think <laughs> maybe <laughs> this. Across the board, we have removed best uh, impact games because I don't, I still, even None after watching that, I still yeah. wasn't sure about the, no, actually, sorry, after watching the Game Awards, I now kind of have an understanding of what the, you know, gaming impact games section was, but I, we didn't know any of them. We haven't no. played any of them. So yeah, yeah we we're not going to go there either. So I'm going to start off um, a little bit kind of outside of the, the realm of true video games and go for best adaptation as an award. So pretty cool category here. We had like Arcane, uh, League of Legends, uh, the Cyberpunk one. Um, there was the Cuphead show. Sonic 2 got in there as well. Um, but I'm going to go through. Luke, you had on your best adaptation, your choice yeah. and your prediction were the same. Arcane, League of Legends. Yeah, it was kind of, it felt like, kind of felt like the writing was on the wall. Like everyone was going nuts. Um, tiny bit of background stuff. This isn't super important, but uh, my background for work, I am an animator. I animate things, and 
am kind of wedged in the animation industry, whether I like it or not. And so ah, you like it. Pre- I, I like it a little bit. Um, so I'm privy to a lot of like the opinions that get thrown around. So you kind of get a nice spectrum for what everybody's thinking about different projects as they come out. And Arcane was just received well by literally every type of person. I'm not yeah. a League of Legends lover no. at all. In fact, you know, Luke, years ago, <laughs> my brief foray into League of Legends and how just how yeah, absolutely down. sour that community was. And I got out of there. <laughs> yeah. But I watched Arcane just because you had recommended to me. You were like, Darren, you know, you have to watch this. It's it's going to be good. Um, but uh, I have no idea. Hang on, we have a little beeping here. There's just, a just beeping bear with him. Yeah, yeah. Gentlemen. Oh, it's the stopwatch. Just hang on a second. Yeah, yeah. Stopwatch. It's the stopwatch. The you one thing I wanted. No interruptions. <laughs> Put all your phones on silent. But don't worry, my stopwatch will fuck us up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. That's no, okay. We, we've dealt with it now, guys. We've dealt with it. Um, so what I was saying there before I was so rudely interrupted, um, we, you said, look, you need to see this. It's pretty good. And right from the off, the animation style of that is so nice oh, to look. Unbelievable. Yeah. It's so lovely. And I'm a... Yeah. <clears throat> Died in the wall 2D animation purist nerd. Um, but oh my god, it was handled so beautifully. Um, it kind of built off of what they did with the Spider-Verse movie, Sony yep. Pictures did with the Spider-Verse movie, and just like built on that. And it's just gorgeous, lovely story, really well told, just start to finish. So the uh this is a bit off topic, but the I just found this out the other day watching uh a friend of mine stream. He was playing uh, the new Spider-Man. And uh, so what they did in uh, in the Spider-Verse is they dropped frame rates in certain for certain characters, like the main character, because uh, he felt out of place and he felt like he just didn't... Something wasn't right. Yeah. So they dropped the frame rates uh, significantly. And then you can get a Spider-Man suit in the game that does the exact same thing. Oh, so the whole game is running normally, so but he, cool. you're like super janky while you wear this suit. It's such it's a clever, awesome. such a clever idea. Like to purposely drop your frame rates to make to make he him look out of place. Yeah, like, yeah. It's it's using every part of the animal. Like it, in uh, animation, kind of tends to get sidelined as a genre. Um, instead of what it is, which is just a, a way of making films or a way of making, you know, media. It doesn't have to be films even. Um, and so when they were doing that, they were using they were using the frame rate. It wasn't like they were limited by the frame rate yeah, yeah. because a lot of the times, like the, the show I'm working on mm-hmm. at the moment has a specific frame rate, uh, rate and we're locked into that frame rate. And that's yeah. the style of the show. That's how it's going to be. But they thought they like gigabrained on that and were like, yeah. what? <laughs> yeah. how can we make this work for us? How can we use... The, something as obscure as the frame rate to tell a story. Yeah. And that's just, that's yeah. Einstein and level. To, to drop it, because everyone's yeah. obsessed with like, oh yeah, got to push the frame rates, got to push yeah, the frame yeah. rates higher and higher and higher. And like, but no, to make it janky. Take it back. To yeah. make it janky as, as, a, as a purposely done piece of your, your of you trying to tell the story is amazing. And sorry, th- this is Spider-Man we're talking about, but that was created by the same company that had created Arcane. Is that no, no, sorry. It's a different studio altogether. I'm just saying they, they probably, they definitely took influence from it because you see some of the early tests like the animation tests for Arcane and they look very like League of Legends cinematics like they kind of they just come across like League of Legends cinematics but they ended up not leaning into that style I don't remember the name of them people keep telling me it all the time but it's a French studio mm-hmm. and they're they're wonderful they're they're they did a fantastic job and I know not personally no but I know some of the animators who worked on the show and it's just they're so good at what they do that it's small surprise that it was an incredible project. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that, that blew me away. It was an easy one to pick for prediction. 
I did want to give a quick honorable mention as well to the Cuphead show. Oh, such a, <laughs> such a, fan, so, such a fantastic show. I watched that through, mm-hmm. but for whatever reason, it never, I would have, this is probably going to sound crazy. Uh, I'm a massive fan of the Sonic films, like massive, yeah. massive fan. Oh, Ble- yeah. Blew me away in terms of their quality uh, and wasn't expecting it at all. Like up there, with, like detective. That's why it blew you away because none of us expected. were expecting and, it. It had know, no business thank being God back, as good yeah, as it was. Thank God back in the day we got Sonic changed to a legitimate looking Sonic. You know, you know when the, <laughs> inter- the internet like, you know, you know, cried, cried out for that one. But, you know, Detective Pikachu level of good movie, you know, yep. from, a, from an adaptation and... I would love to have seen that, but undeniably arcane. And, you know, looking through, like, that was my choice and my prediction. Uh, Luke, that was your choice and your prediction. And Chris, unfortunately for you, that was your choice, but your pre- you predicted Cyberpunk with all the hype on it. Yeah, that might have actually... uh, maybe I just wasn't on the internet enough around the time Arcane came out, but... Like, are, you, are you disappointed Cyberpunk didn't? No, 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 no. I'm super happy Arcane got it, but I remember just, like, when Cyberpunk came out, it just seemed like the community was way more hyped about it. Well, didn't didn't it, when that came out, didn't it like brought everybody back to Cyberpunk because they had, I think, in, yeah, in, absolutely, in, and they in dropped like in game like uh, you could get the jacket like his yeah, mom's jacket that he inherited today, yeah. actually. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. I actually just a bit on that. I put down Cyberpunk first before I put down Arcane as your choice that you wanted, or as your prediction for the as game? my prediction. Mm-hmm. I so again, I went the exact same as you. Um, because I thought like kind of Oscar style recency bias, mm. like you know the way the earliest release that a film has ever won an Oscar is like June or something. Like nothing that's been released before June has ever won an Oscar. Just because it's forgotten. Because right? recency bias. Yeah, yeah because yeah. The, it happened recently. So well, that that'll come up more in this too. <laughs> yeah. I'm sure it will. Yeah. So that was why I put Cyberpunk down. But then I just thought about it again for a little bit, and I was like, no, people fucking. Yeah, because I like couldn't, I couldn't get over the hype. Yeah, around that. Yeah. Yeah. So that was a, a, a worthy winner. And, and by the way, the reason I got your choices and your predictions was I was interested in totting up to see who knows the most about video games. So <laughs> I'm going to add up our <laughs> predictions. So can, can I? I think that would maybe show who knows the most about the industry. Sorry, you're sure. right, Luke. Who knows the most? No, I'm, I'm, I'm taking the piss. I just thought I'd add in a little, <laughs> a little bit of a, a little bit of a buzz here to our to the show. So uh, yeah, so the winner that was the best adaptation went to Arcane League of Legends. A worthy, worthy winner for sure i yeah. uh, can't deny that happy with that one um next one uh, which i was thrilled about and didn't a hundred percent expect and we had a lot of fun with this one because uh this is best indie debut that we're going to go on to now and we had all separately looked into the nominees and tried out all different games uh luke i think you delved into tunic a little bit which was a thing. Tunic, yeah. uh chris you played into you played vampire survivors and you showed me which i knew nothing about and you showed me some of the videos before we watched the the game awards <laughs> last night and my god do i want to get into that but my my <sighs> pick, uh my pick for at least my preference was stray because of just how amazing that looks but i'll go through our predictions are our choices and predictions so for me it was straight across the board i wanted it to win i predicted it would mm-hmm. uh luke you wanted tunic but you predicted it to be stray and chris you wanted vampire survivors or survive survival whatever it was uh but your pick your prediction was also stray so the winner of that one was of course stray but we have to go into uh these other ones especially vampire survivors because you show me people like gameplay footage of that chris and well, I, yeah. I all i want to do is play that and game. i mean that i'm that video, that first video, because we, I think we just clicked on the first video that popped up on YouTube, right? Yeah. And uh, he covered it, like, covered it greatly in his first, like, 10 seconds. He's like, guys, get over the graphics. It looks like crap, but it is the best game you'll ever play, and it's only three bucks. He, 
that's exactly it. And I, I find with a lot of you guys, you guys love your AAA titles, and I feel like some of these games fall to the wayside. But uh, Vampire Survivors blew me away with how much I got addicted to it. Like, I got every single achievement within, like... Is it a mobile game, or what is it? Well, <laughs> well one of the announcements, Luke, was that Vampire Survivors is coming to mobile. Yeah. We'll get to that later on the oh, show. Okay. But, uh, no, it it's uh, okay. Steam PC, right? It, yeah, yeah. Oh, it's it? uh, Steam PC early... No, sorry. It's not early access anymore. It's it's Full legitimately release, out. Yeah. But it's... Um, ah, it's hard to s- describe. It's a bullet hell, but, like, you don't... You don't you don't fire like so you don't fire fires. yeah it, it, it auto fires for you you can literally play the game one handed oh, which that's, is that's, hilarious that's I mean there's few people that might need to do that tied <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, behind your back but yeah. no it looked it looked amazing and you know you showed it to me and I remember seeing the thumbnail on the YouTube video and I was like oh what stupid yeah. game has Chris gotten into now but man <laughs> yeah. yeah I can see why it got nominated but, but the other thing too is it's a roguelike so it's infinitely re- replayable yeah and there's just this it's what it does for your dopamine. It's just bright, shiny colors all the time. You get new like uh, rewards and upgrades and shit is just shining and exploding on the screen. About that. that sounds sick. Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah, it was great. And, and Luke, it's only three bucks. Like, yeah, which you can't seriously. go wrong. Yeah. Good sell. Bargain. This is a very good sell. And Luke, you got into Tunic now, of course. It didn't, Tunic didn't win. Did you expect it to be anywhere up there at all with the other um, uh, nominations? Like, how did you feel about that game as a whole when you were mm. playing through it? No, I didn't expect it to be super up there because it it was great. It ticked a lot of boxes, I think, for a lot of people. Um, but I actually don't think I was one of them a whole lot. Uh, I mostly put it up there because I heard a lot of buzz about it um, from some like be- be- some like games reviewers and stuff like that were like basically sold it as. You know, it's kind of like a, a Souls-like Zelda where you aren't really told anything about the world mm-hmm. from the get-go. You're just dropped in this world and go. And oh, that sounds amazing, actually. Yeah it's, yeah, it's sick. It's a super cool concept, and the concepts definitely drew me in. And it's not like it's not like there is anything wrong with the execution. Like, the game is a ton of fun to play. But um, I don't know. I think I was kind of biding my time with it a little bit. I was, I was enjoying it the whole while. Um, but I think I was crying out to make progress and, you know, the whole game kind of funnels you along the story path to a very predictable twist and then the twist happens and you're like, fucking no surprise there. Yeah, yeah okay. that okay. sucks. So yeah. that, that kind of killed the vibe a little bit, but the art style in it is beautiful. Yeah, that was oftentimes when I would be scrolling through the PlayStation store to mm-hmm. see what kind of thing I'd want next. Games like Tunic, that kind of art style, I'm all about. I'm all about that. I love those games. But unfortunately, I find... You know there are not to be to be mean about it. I mean I don't I don't make games, so who am I to talk? But to me, that kind of art style often, you know, is side by side with I think kind of very simplified gameplay or simplified yeah. narrative. I it's think. like a, it's it can be used as a crutch sometimes. <laughs> yeah, but keep in mind, actually, this isn't even a good argument because I was going to say uh, keep in mind that this is debut indie. Yeah, but that's also why I think this was always a shoe in because. Stray was yeah. something else for yeah. a very like a brand new startup yeah. creating a game like that. And to go great. to go so because you and me were talking about it, Chris, as well, how we felt that Stray should have had a, a much bigger shout maybe on Best Direction because it's just it's a little bit different, you know. It's mm-hmm. it's it's mm-hmm. you know in terms of just the style of the game, the world that you're in, the fact that you are playing as a cat, which is you know hella fun. You yeah, know, you <laughs> super cool. Do lots of cat things, and me as a person who's recently you know. 
um, adopted, fostered slash adopted. Yeah, yeah. Foster <laughs> failed uh, adopting a, a a kitten who you know is also foster same. failures. Is that what you guys that's call yeah, yourselves? That's what we call yeah, it. Yeah, fa- fa- foster failures. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. There was no way we were giving it back, man. You know. Uh, yeah. So like Ambrose, our cat looks. You know, he's the same coloring, everything like that. Similarities to to Stray. So when I was playing that, I was like, hey, you know, Ambrose, man, it's you in a game, bro. Like, look, 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 you go. So I got a kick from that aspect of it. But no, as a you know, as a whole game, the atmosphere in it is phenomenal it can be very relaxing to play it's kind of a real like sit down and chill kind of kind of game and just 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 stroll just stroll through it really really nice but again as a best indie debut i mean phenomenal that that's your crazy that's, yeah that's your first game yeah you know and that's annapurna and who else because it's an annapurna annapurna is the publisher annapurna just has an a laundry list of incredible indie titles to their name yeah they're so they know how to pick them i don't know who it is annapurna that's doing it, it is crazy that i feel like i know much more publishers than i do developers because i just yeah so the developer is and i go you know we have to give him a shout out i suppose is blue 12 studio we've got to make sure we get that name there because the publishers are, are annapurna and annapurna are behind a lot of very innovative just very interesting indie games you know i think a lot of the ones that i've played are like puzzle s type things mm-hmm. but just quite again most of them are just very relaxing very atmospheric games yeah. that annapurna seem to get behind and stray yeah again worthy winner i couldn't see anybody else really taking that away from stray yep. you know good games across the board vampire survivors man you almost had me you almost had me converted but i you know stick with stray i knew that couldn't it. win as but <laughs> there was a part of me that kind of hoped because it, it's like the reviews are crazy and it blew up like there's a lot of notoriety about this game because like you think every it's deserving. big like you think it's actually deserving of the win not over stray because okay. of the effort that went into that game right whereas i feel like vampire survivors like those guys are probably even surprised that they even made it but like but that game reviews. it like it blew up like all yeah. the biggest twitch streamers were all playing vampire survivors at and some point a lot of the reviewers crazy. were always talking about the actual gameplay itself is is perfection how the game feels to move and it's clean like that. yeah it's so clean yeah which is which when you're playing yeah. like a game like that like as you said bullet hell rogue like whatever you want to call it um that's so important for a game like that to feel clean to feel like yeah. you want to just you know you don't want a janky i think thing. for me i'm really tempted to play this because for me that's the most important thing like that, that it feels good to play the feel yeah. of the play and the, the understanding of the mechanics and everything I kind Wait of feel goes to mobile and let us know what you think <laughs> I might just get it on PC tonight yeah, man you've sold it I didn't look at anything <laughs> three, about three, it three bucks but, three bucks but, get but in ga- games like Stray and I, I'm kind of talking in my ass a little bit here because I have literally only seen like gameplay snippets from Stray I don't own a Playstation so I can't play it I don't know if it's on, I don't think it's on PC is it no Stray yeah. uh, I think it's Playstation exclusive no, uh, no no Stray is on Steam is it on Steam? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Okay, I should then have. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> this yeah platforms: PlayStation Five and Four, and Microsoft Windows. So that's Steam. Yeah, shit. Okay, yeah. maybe I'm just no. Thinking. Microsoft Windows would be their Windows shop, but like it's also on Steam. Like you oh, play yeah, it on yeah. the Steam Deck, yeah, yeah, yeah. Cool, which cool. is okay. Linux based. So, but ga- games like that kind of I stray away from them a little bit because one of the things that I love in game, like I just said, like it's the feel of the movement and everything like that. Like just the intuitiveness of the like how it I, I can't turn this into words at all um what i dislike is when a game tries like too much like it doesn't keep it simple it just goes yeah, yeah. like a, the heavy rain i loved heavy rain because that was just a wild experiment in in a genre that was that didn't exist yet um but they, a, a strand 
strand type game a strand yeah. type game so, you know we'll, we'll get to kojima later but like you know the way <laughs> no, pe- no, people no. invented their own genres of video games it's more like what what other games came after heavy rain that are like like the fucking um oh my god i'm totally drawing a blank on this now the like what the quarry mean, and dusk you? falls and stuff like that oh, oh yeah okay they're kind uh, of the more modern version yes. of that game now i was gonna say uh becoming human what was that one yes yeah, yeah, yeah detroit yeah, becoming human. yeah yeah, yeah. Detroit so become human. that kind exactly. of that kind of almost like linear choice choice based yeah. game yeah well, and th- those games like I- i'm i'm down to play any game all games are wonderful and yeah. great but something about like they never have super satisfying they, it's not a one-to-one connection between your controller and the game like you just don't feel like you're there it's like you press <laughs> just reminds me of the st- start of heavy rain where you're walking around the shopping mall looking for your son, you can just press the circle button and go, Jason! <laughs> Jason! I feel like I'm really a part of this game right now. <laughs> I'm really looking for Jason. Just like, yeah, yeah. It like, feels clumsy. Yeah, yeah. That's that, that's almost too simplified in that, like, how, how can you possibly get pulled into a game like, like that? Stray kind of feels like it was threatening to put that. I'm talking at my ass. Like, I haven't played any of it, so I could be totally wrong. But Vampire... No, I think, no, I, think I think it... I thought it felt good. I think yeah. clunky, clunky at times in a sense that yeah, it's not it's not like as highly polished as a triple A game. But mm. I think I don't know the clunkiness in in a game like Stray kind of lends itself to the enjoyment of the game. Yeah. You know, kind of kind of in a, a bit of a you know like an underground underworld place, but it's all a little bit kind of grungy and dirty and stuff like down there. So it's, I think it lends itself to it a little bit. You know, okay. um, but we'll move on from from best and we got a best multiplayer, and this one was a bit of a. I was not expecting the winner of this one. So I had my prediction and my choice, both both as Call of Duty, just because Call of Duty tends to wrap these things up year on year. Mm-hmm. Luke, you had the same. And Chris, you had Call of Duty as your prediction, but Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Shredder's Revenge as your choice. And a fine choice, a great yeah. game. Took me back to the days of uh, Turtles in Time, playing with my buddies. Oh my God. Great game. And like, like you talk about polished in terms of how a game's looked like as pixel art goes, that game looks... Just yeah, top you know, notch. French kiss, uh, but um, the winner of that one was Splatoon French three. Kiss, you mean chef's kiss? <laughs> I mean <laughs> chef's kiss. <laughs> I mean, you French could, kiss yeah, you that could, video could, game. Yeah, you, you could French kiss. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. That, that could be a rating system. Darren, would you give it a French clar- kiss? <laughs> thank you for clarifying that, please. Thank you. Uh, but, yeah, but this one was a bit of a random uh, winner. Splatoon three took best multiplayer. Oh, I didn't actually I didn't see this. It did it? Yeah, Splatoon yeah. three took it. I'm, uh, I, you know what? I'm actually. I don't want to. Stoked about that. I'm. It surprised the hell out of me, but I've always loved Splatoon and just the idea of like a, a like a kid family friendly FPS with, with just like a bit more different mechanics than your typical COD. Yeah. So I was stoked to see Splatoon take it. Yeah, like I mean, listen, I've, I've got nothing against Splatoon games; they've never done it for me at all. Um, but in terms of you talking a family friendly game, put Splatoon three in the best family game category. Then, as far as I'm concerned, it just as a multiplayer, it's like you know, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, uh, Call of Duty. Can you can all you guys remember what else the nominees were? Like Splatoon three was at the bottom of that nominees list. For My me, problem for with sure. COD, and I'm looking back on this now, and maybe the community is seeing the same way as me these days. But uh, COD, you can't like there's. Couch Co-op was kind of dying for a long time, and like Call of Duty is part of the reason, I think. So that's why I wanted TMNT to win because it was more yeah. of a couch co-op yeah. kind of deal. Um, oh, and Splatoon is more of a couch co-op kind of game too, right? Like it's 
I mean, well, you I can would, play online, but, yeah, like, but sit Nintendo's, down with your friends. Yeah, Nintendo's yeah. online is, is crap, so I guess yeah. people would probably be more pushed to, to play in it, as you said. Yeah, so it's nice to see these games, like, the, the winners go back in the direction of actually, like, hanging out and playing multiplayer with your friends. Yeah, yeah man, for sure. I'd be, I'd be a big fan of that as well. I'll never forget the first day. The de- like, I had Game Pass, and it was the day the new Halo came out, which was Halo 5 at the time. And I used to play a lot of Halo with my friend John, like, couch co-op. Sit yeah, down, and play it. they got sat rid of it. Halo Five, and I sat there for fifteen minutes, being like, "Why is this menu so? Why can't I find the local multiplayer option?" I googled it; there wasn't one. Yeah, like, I, 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 part of me died. It doesn't I make any. It, was it uh, Halo Five or was that Four? I thought it was Four no, that I, they introduced. I, that. I think it's Five. Yeah, just, just yeah. from personal. Well, I, I remember though, like oh, a part man. of me just died oh, inside because there was oh. four of us. Sitting down, ready to go, yeah. and then we're I just wonder, like, "Well, fuck! What do we do crazy. now?" I've never talked to you about that before, but I wonder how many unique instances there were of that around the world. People sitting down on their sofas to do like the fucking coolest thing in video games: just sit down with your friends, play a game, and they just feel disappointment. Yeah, that has to be so unique to Halo Five <laughs> that it caused it, so much disappointment. But as you said, it was it was not completely dead for so long that there were so many games that this is you know online yeah. only or whatever oh, yeah. which to me makes zero sense like i remember the days luke when you and me used to play halo 2 yeah yeah then in yours and the great thing about that was it was an online game but you could throw me in as a guest well like, i don't know mm-hmm. it was up to three other people in as guests like how that is not a thing today that like the, the like the industry bigwigs who are making these big online multiplayer games how they don't themselves consider hey maybe they've got someone in their house that would also like to play this game mm-hmm. with them i don't like that's boggled my mind for ages and it's such a disappointing thing so yeah I, you know what chris Splatoon three bring it back to a little bit more of a couch co-op thing i'm with you on that one we'll take it we'll bring it back but yeah weird weird choice weird choice but no uh, no marks for any of us there we all thought it was call of duty and we were all proven very much wrong two very very different games um but on from there we got best sport slash racing uh, my choice and my prediction was Gran Turismo 7 Luke you had your choice Gran Turismo 7 but you thought FIFA 23 would take it oh, yeah. and yeah. Chris you wanted NBA uh, just because yeah, yeah, basketball NBA. was the best sport on the list so <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that, that was my choice and, and you also predicted FIFA 23 because uh, everyone seems to love FIFA like even people that don't play games love FIFA like it's, I don't know how football, FIFA man, like the biggest sport in the world win. yeah it's soccer it's <laughs> you, yeah FIFA is a force of nature yeah yeah we, we can get into it another time but, but yeah. like even yeah, all my friends that so. like don't play video games they at least play FIFA uh-huh. and yeah. they're obsessed with it yeah yep. But I, I, I don't even understand. Like, who did win again? You said. Oh yeah, yeah. No, you'll be pleased to know that both your predictions were wrong, and Gran Turismo Seven rocked away. I'm actually kind of yeah. like I remember playing the Gran Turismos. They were good games. Um, well, actually, See, I depends. lie. If you're if you're liking if you like racing simulators as opposed to racing games, I'm yeah, a massive but, Gran well, Turismo. Fan. Wait, was Gran Turismo the one where you're racing for like three fucking hours? Yeah, you, you could. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There was Sorry, certain, yeah, yeah. I lied. I like a Need for Speed or something <laughs> yeah, like that. Want, I yeah, don't like Gran Turismo. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Gran Turismo was, was the original, the OG racing simulator. Yeah, And Seven is in in terms of how it looks. You know, it's always played well. Should I mean I I love those those games because it was, you know each car, excuse me, each car that you picked, all they all drove differently. They're all accurately kind of depicted. Um, and this one, Gran Turismo Seven, like I'm surprised it didn't get into the audio design. 
category or like you know win the auto yeah. design ca- yeah. category because um but you're just driving for three hours so yeah but just just how you pick up you noise of like something. yeah cars coming to pass you up on the left you know you can well, hear that they're coming up the path that's all that kind of stuff is amazing the developers of gran turismo are a studio called polyphony digital and they've yeah. been making games since i think they made like two games before gran turismo one in like the late 90s yeah and that's what they were like notarized for that was all the rumors that went around like people speculated that every car in Gran Turismo 1 sounds like and this was in the 90s they were like it sounds like the engine of the car yeah. in a video game yeah and then by the time Gran Turismo 2 came out that question was put to bed because they were the yeah. sounds of the engine and like very impressive and it's so good again like it's like College of Duty getting knocked out of the best multiplayer category for a winner great and then you know FIFA getting knocked out of this best sport racing category great yeah. mm-hmm. seeing Gran Turismo 7 in there is a, a breath of fresh air yeah, and nice. yeah it was yeah, nice I'll take that one I have, I have a question for you guys though because it was sports and racing and they're all like the super high highly realistic borderline simulation or simulation in some cases mm-hmm. do you think we'll ever see like a mario strikers or a mario tennis or like a mario golf or even golf with friends like on these lists they'd have like, to come out in a fair i would say they'd have to come out in a fairly weak year i think what stands to games in this category is their realism i think if you look at a lot of the games in the so category, this is purely you think this is should be almost like sports because simulation or yeah, something like yeah that. because the wording of it is like sports slash racing so yeah even the category itself is trying to grasp at something that happens right. in real life where but like i i totally agree with your point but, i think it'd be sick yeah like how could a game transcend that categorization and, that's what i'm thinking like if that's the case then what like if mario strikers had been the greatest game of the year mm-hmm. you know like, would it not fall like what category would it fall under in that case i, I would say multiplayer besides game of the year i think i think multiplayer yeah. i think looking at I those guess, categories yeah. i can't think of anything else that the likes of mario strikers would get into or that style of game that would, would get into apart from best family or best multiplayer is what i'd put that into if it was to have a chance of winning an award i would put it in those categories but again like yeah like this i know it's a sporting game but i think the sport racing historically for the game awards has always been those realistic Almost or like even like Mario Kart, like Mario Kart's technically racing. Would that yeah. make this? Because it, it kind of brings up the idea that as you move more towards like arcade type games, you start to sports starts to become esports. Because like a game like Mario Strikers, the intention is that they're fine tuning this to be like super competitive across like loads of different realms. So like they uh, there's a bunch of games released today where you know that they're going for esports. Like you kind of knew that from the yeah, with Rocket League. You obviously know that yeah, Rocket League could you know, be a so- yeah, I guess yeah. Yeah, the it yeah, could be to a, draw it could the be line a, somewhere. Yeah, sport, yeah, that makes sense. Sports game, or it could be you know, um, and it kind of brings up an interesting line between sports and e-sports. Final Fantasy X Blitzball. Man, <laughs> best sports that, game. That should be. I'm still disappointed that it hasn't been made into a game already. <laughs> uh, so just looking at these, so that was that was the best sport racing. I'm gonna blast through a couple of these because you know I don't want to. I don't want our, our first episode of the Lights podcast beat. to be like you know three hours long. Uh, you know, <laughs> talking about long things. You know, the the, the the game awards is too long. Like you know, that's just the, <laughs> we'll, true, we'll get into that as a little summation at the end. It's too long. Certain speeches might have gone on too long. Yeah, too. we got into that as well. <laughs> yeah, that was yeah, cringe moment number one. So I'm going like, to kind of fly through uh, some of these and just to get your opinions if you're happy or not happy. So best sim, uh, to give you an example of what things were in there, but like Dune Spice Wars, Mario and Rabbit Sparks of Hope, Total War. Um, the winner, interesting, interestingly enough, was Mario Rabbit Sparks of Hope, which I played the first one. I haven't played Sparks of Hope. First one's a lot of fun. I... 
I'm a person who likes the kind of style of games like Dune Spice Wars. That was my prediction yeah. and my choice. Uh, disappointed to that didn't win, but that's a purely preference thing. Mario and Rabbids, as mad as, an, as a collaboration as that is, that game was a lot of fun. Uh, see, I, I, I have a problem with this winning, though, for one reason and one reason only is okay. about a month, maybe just over a month ago, I bought my very first Civilization, Civ Six. Oh, yeah. And oh, oh yeah, yeah. I, I finally started playing it after many years. And like, that is a sim. Yeah. Mario Rabbids. Like, they're you can't even compare the two it's interesting <laughs> it's interesting that it's in that that category actually you're right as, yeah. a, as a simulator um yeah. but again fun and then, like i remember when the announcement for that game came out i don't know i don't think that was for the, that was from the game awards last year as an announcement but the announcement for that game was super hype and like the 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 quality of that trailer for mario um and rabbits sparks of hope and and the intensity of it and the fact that it seemed like there was a lot at stake for such a, again, such a mad collaboration. I was like, ah, this game's got some serious hype. I could, I could yeah. get behind this. Mm -hmm. But again, a weird one. Listen, again, something different winning, I don't mind at all. Um, moving on to best family. Again, what I thought was another bit of a surprise one. Uh, Chris, you had Splatoon 3 as your family choice uh, and Lego Star Wars to win it. Luke, you had Lego Star Wars across the board, your choice and your preference. Star Wars. Yes. Yeah. I love Star Wars. And I mean, I had, well, I, I picked Lego because I, I, people always seem to go crazy. I've never they, played them, but they, like, oh man, they're they so, go crazy. They're so much fun and it's games. such a nice kind of humor throughout the game. It's yeah. such a, it's such a, such an easy game to play. Such an easy game to play with a couple of cheap laughs. They are great. It would be the thing that's always got me about those Lego Star Wars games is it would be the easiest thing ever for them to sell out. Yeah. It's Lego, it's Star Wars, you've two winning brands, you just, just making money. <laughs> you just yeah. slap them together, anything will do. But they rise above that every single every, game. Every, every game is hilarious. Yeah. It's so much fun. And it's like you said, it's so easy to play. Yeah. You should check them out. They're sick. Um, and I, I, for mine, I had Nintendo Switch Sports. I thought there might have been a bit of hype around that considering Wii mm. Sports was so successful. Yeah. Um, none of us were correct. Kirby and the Forgotten Dreamland won Best oh, Family. Yeah. <laughs> Which doesn't even make sense because isn't it? Isn't it a single-player game? So I like, don't where, think... Where was the, the I, th I think the family is kind of like more of those family-friendly games to play that, like, at least as a... If you're uh, observing yeah. to watch it as well. Kind of comes back to the sports that's... thing where they're very... They word the categories in such a way where it's open to interpretation. Like. Yeah. Yeah. In my opinion, a family game is something you sit down and play with the family. Like, like so sports. Like, so I also think... I could be wrong as well, and uh, hit us up. So this is just like PG thirteen. Yeah, I think or, I think fa yeah. family friendly games, be they multiplayer or single player, I think they're just like what what is the most you know adventurous one of a family friendly game. So if a new Mario game comes out, is that a family game? Yeah, and I and again, correct me if I'm wrong, uh, listeners, and let you know how as well. I've forgotten our email address, but I'll remember that shortly. <laughs> um, but, uh, yeah, I'll, I'll find that out. Email um, giftofgaming at gmail. Gift of podcast <laughs> at com, something like that. I'll, I'll find <laughs> it out for sure. Though. Email Th them there all. is an email address. C C B C C. Just spam um, them. But uh, yeah, so I think it's, gonna be right. it's one of those categories, again, I think if a Mario game had, had a come out like Odyssey, I think in, in the past would have been considered a family-friendly game as Odyssey well. Odyssey was a banger. Yeah. Oh my God. Oh, yeah, so great good. Game. Great game. And here we have another category that I was, I was this, this one disappointed me. This, the winner of this disappointed me greatly. I had Sifu as my choice and as my prediction. Uh, Luke, you had Multiverses as your choice and as your prediction. And Wait, sorry, what category is this? This is Best Fighting. Best Fighting, okay. Yeah, and Chris, you had DNF, uh, Jewel, and uh, as a King of Fighters. King of Fighters, yeah. yeah, as your prediction, and Luke, you were right, bang on. At Multiverses, won that one, and yeah, baby. I don't know if you guys have played Sifu, and again, I won't, I won't keep us in these categories for too long. Sifu is as a game is so much fun, such a great 
style of game. It's a great idea of a game. I don't know if either of you guys have played it. I have not. I've I haven't. Seen I've seen videos. I've seen reviews. I like what I see. Mm. I just I've heard the same thing. Is it doesn't feel like a fully fleshed out game compared to these others that it's in the category. Yeah, with. I mean, okay, I say that's a that's a, a fair enough one. King of Fighters for sure, like a fully fleshed yeah, out game. I'd, I'd come at it from a slightly different angle. I love the idea of Sifu. I actually love everything about it, but I don't think it's going to win this category. I think it's going to be best action adventure. I don't think it's a... Yeah, I know well, it's a game, I've, I know it's I a game in which you fight. Even some of my favorite games on this list winning. Mm. Uh, maybe I'm totally yeah. off base there. I know it's a game in which you fight, like fighting is the core mechanic of the game, but when I think about a fighting game, I think of like Tekken and yeah, yeah, Smash exactly. Bros. And or King of King Fighters. Fighters yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the game awards uh, next year will be an absolute uh, amazing one because there's um, Tekken, Tekken, Street, uh, Street, Street Fighter, Fighter and possibly a Mortal Kombat. Oh, Tekken coming out next year though. Tekken's out next year. I mean, for sure. There's, I mean, they haven't given a release date yet, but if they're able to put out a trailer for oh gameplay, God, that's gonna be mental. Yeah, mm. I imagine that if Mortal Kombat year. can get in there, that'd yeah. be the showdown of a of yeah. the century. Yeah, like three OGs. Three OGs. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but with that said, there's a lot of up and comers. Man, like I, I started playing because I got Could be upset, super hyped about Street Fighter Six that I started looking into uh, like the best fighting games in the last while, and I bit the bullet and went into Guilty Gear Strive and it oh good oh, blew me a fuck I blew me in, away man I never played Guilty Gear but I got really into uh, all the like art and stuff surrounding it because the oh, animation in it it's is absolutely gorgeous and I actually prefer it because I was always a big Street Fighter fan because um, I like the cartoony style a lot more mm-hmm. like uh, one of my all time favorite fighting games is actually Skullgirls it's just clean it's just 2D cartoon art okay um but yeah, that's why I, I really kind of lean towards Guilty Gear, and it's it's really good, man. Yeah, be a very interesting category for um, for next year. But Multiverse is taken. It was a big surprise for me. I don't think that like talking about fully. I thought games. it was a, like because I heard good things, quote unquote. Um, but I, I thought they were all just like meme reviews, kind of like what we ended up with Nickelodeon. A lot of people were just like, "Oh yeah, this game is great," just for the last. But I, the the brands that they're able to bring together in that is is class. It's a, it's a cool well, it's roster. Just, it's just Warner Bros. But they but tried yeah. that with Nickelodeon too. And it was a huge. Yeah, the It was. I guess the Nickelodeon one was weak in terms of the game, like really weak in terms of the gameplay. And then Multiverses is kind of middling ground. But again, I'm spoiled because Smash Bros. is my absolute jam in that style of game, yeah. and I don't think that anything for me will ever rise up to that and anything that comes out See, on that basis is just no this is never going to that easy. that's what excites me the most about multiverse is because smash don't get me wrong it is fantastic one of the best fighting games ever but like the fact that like like nintendo's even pulling them out of tournaments now like they just well, don't that's... balance and patch like now that somebody is kind of like uh challenging the challenging yeah. yeah that 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 kind of fighting game i feel like smash created its own genre that just yeah, hasn't yeah. been like broken into by yeah, anyone it's, else it's, and multiverses it's, but is... there's too many diehard fans if we just yeah, accept true. that like maybe another game can be competitive to yeah. smash or even be better than smash and we just accept that Never fact we could end up we could end up with a smash brothers has game. sore chris it has sore for <laughs> kingdom hearts no game and uh, people might say uh, a lot of people listen to this are probably gonna go like he, oh he's joking chris, he's i am deadly master. he's the keyblade master let me tell you, know? you about sore yeah, he's got the power of friendship and hearts chris okay and uh, he's only smash like brothers bitch, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> oh great donkey kong slapped the shit out of you let's go right now bro see you on the sticks 
So we'll go through a couple of these other um, interesting categories, and I'll, I, you know, I'm going to blast through a couple of ones that we're not overly um, interested in. Like ones that didn't get too much of a mention even on the on the show, which is a bit disappointing. Best indie was breezed through on the actual game awards itself. Oh, yeah. It's a bit which disappointing. Uh, kind of confusing though, because we had best indie and best indie debut. Best, so best yeah. debut indie, I think, means that they all have to come from. So I think it's just interesting that they have the best debut in indie game, which means it's their first game. And I think a lot of the best indie games in those categories are also the first from a. So a lot yeah. of them, a lot of them. So it's an interesting kind of. Um, two categories that are quite simple. Stray took that one as well. So that's two two tro- true yeah. two awards for Stray, which is I think Slam-dog, considering yeah. it's an indie game and it's their first one. That's a, that's a, that's unreal to, to to go through that. Um, I had Neon White as my prediction. Luke, you had Stray, and Chris, you had Stray yeah. as well. So you guys, yeah, you guys wa- take the points I there. Wanted Call to the Lamb though. Call to the Lamb was. I actually haven't seen anything about that. Is that like a? It's no, fun. It, it's cutesy. It. It's it's got a bit of roguelike got a bit of that base management it's it's everything i wanted yeah nice yeah so from that we went to best mobile game um and uh i went across the board marvel snap as a marvel fan marvel snap is chef's kiss i (laughs) chef's kiss this time (laughs) don't lick the microphone darren gives it a french kiss of approval french my french kiss of approval uh so marvel snap uh was my choice across the board luke you had diablo across the board and uh, Chris, you went for Genshin across the board. And yeah, it's the I, only one I heard about. But so Genshin, only, yeah. when you had said Genshin as your prediction, I was like, ah, that, I should have, that was a good choice. But Marvel Snap ended up taking it, and I'm yep. so glad it did because apparently the guy who came up and took the award, he was quite energetic. I can't think of his name now, one of the guys in the studio that made Marvel Snap, but it is... He's so colorful uh, in terms of he his just very expressions. Excited, yeah. yeah, and they put oh, so much work into that. The wacky, uh, the, the two, yes, like, yeah, uh, the... the I can't even say two-tone, two-pattern suit. Yes, that yeah, 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 that yeah, guy, yeah. yeah. But like as a Marvel fan, so it's basically, you know, a card-based kind of, you know, strategy fighting game, whatever. But Which like, is it's, right up it's my collected. alley, actually, because I still play you should Slay the Spire probably like two hours a day on my phone. Yeah, yeah. My, my only problem is yeah. I don't like spending too much time on my mobile. So Marvel Snap was like, I downloaded it, played it for like a couple hours, was like, I need to get this the hell off my phone before I lose yeah. myself <laughs> in it. But it's well, I, I take smoke breaks at work. So yeah, so I'm not there. Yeah. <laughs> a long smoke breaks. <laughs> but the artwork in it's amazing. So I'm glad so, that one took it. I, wa- I was surprised. I thought for sure uh, Genshin or um, I think put, was PUBG Mobile on it? Yeah, it on was. It? Yeah, and I'm, surpri- I'm surprised that one didn't take it. So good for Marvel No, Snap. it was Apex. No, no, PUBG Mobile. Was, oh, well, well, Apex, maybe Apex, it wasn't. Apex was definitely on it. So there even a, a, to beat out Apex was pretty good. PUBG yeah, Mobile. But, uh, FPS on oh, Mobile. Oh, the, the Grubhub ads. Yeah, for PUBG, that's pretty embarrassing. Guys, let's yeah. all go order a Wendy's off Grubhub right now. Let's get into our car and PUBG. Yeah, that, that kind of stuff for video game. That's the part of video games that I don't, that, where <laughs> yeah, I don't want it to go. Um, okay, so we had, uh, I'm going to go through uh, the Final Fantasy XIV uh, awards that they won, which is great. So they got best ongoing support and best community support and good for Final Fantasy XIV. Yeah. I am chuffed that that's still winning awards because as a Final Fantasy super fan and to get this game that I wish I just wish I had more time to play as a massive MMORPG yep. I'd love to sink my teeth in it it's got everything that's good about Final Fantasy is in it and the community from start to when I stopped playing that game was amazing I'll never ever forget playing that game and, and struggling tremendously to beat some bosses and having yep. complete strangers come up in there you know you know, like we're like I'm in my um, leather tunic and I come across a guy that's wearing like, you know, he, he's like glowing bright white in all that like paladin super duper gear. Him walking up to me like, hey, son, you need a hand? And I was like, boy, do I. <laughs> he's the main character. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's why they got my vote. Because I haven't played Final Fantasy XIV in like maybe two, three years. and But I remember the community just being so great. Like, 
Just There's no way they've changed since then. No. There's no way. So they took uh, best community support. Oh wait, hang on. So hang on. Did they? Yeah, they took best community support, which is amazing, and they took uh, best ongoing support, which is also amazing. So good for them. Ongoing, like adding content to the game. Yeah. Which is, yeah. So we'll go through some more of the actual genre games. Uh, best action adventure. I was disappointed here for those listening. Sure. Uh, I want to take a moment to talk about like we have best action and best action adventure or action slash adventure. Just, yeah. Can we just drop the action oh, from adventure? Right. Okay. Like, so we want best we... action game and best adventure game. You just want to? We'll, we'll no, no. About that. Just like as a community. As a whole, like just have best adventure game. Yeah, my games are so broad. Man. Yeah, I mean <laughs> genres and games. Trying are so to stuff obscure. these, trying to stuff yeah. these into categories would have been would have been rough. I'd say it's a you know? trial. Yeah. yeah, so we'll go for um, best, I suppose, action adventure. This was sad for me. I was hoping, I knew it wouldn't, but Horizon Forbidden West is my my one hundred percent absolute game of the year. Oh, sick! Platinum that game. Loved it. I mean, played the first platinum one. Platinum did. Yeah, platinum did. Oh. Yeah, yeah. Platinum the first one too. It's just the world is great, um, and I think for me, playing Forbidden West on a you know, lucky enough to get a PS5, um, not too long after it came out, I was very lucky to get one. And Horizon Forbidden West was for me the first showcase of what a PlayStation Five could do. It looks amazing. Don't get me wrong. There's parts of the narrative I think they're a little bit janky and, and maybe underthought. But the, the world as a whole, I'm big into those post-apocalyptic kind of um, storylines. People's takes on them always interest me. This is one of the ones that interests me the most. But I had that as my choice for a best action adventure game and uh, did not get it. Uh, Luke, you had God of War across God the board, War. and Chris, you also had God of War across the board, and of course, God of War, God of yeah. War. took that. Yeah, absolutely took that. Too uh, much hype. Too much recent hype. Yeah, let, like, let me let me re- tell you something. Yeah, I haven't played parts. any God of War games. I'm looking at like your top the, the first couple of wars we have here, which we'll get to. You have God of War like God down. War. You've a good bit of your column here is God of War Ragnarok for sure. So we'll move on to best action game. This was a surprise. Um, me and Chris had Call of Duty as our prediction, and Luke, you had Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, and out of nowhere, Bayonetta three. Oh yeah, best yeah, action yeah. game. Which I, I don't have any time. Not any time for Bayonetta. It doesn't interest me. I've never never gotten mm-hmm. into the Bayonetta games. I have no time for Bayonetta. I'll say it. No, well, thank you. <laughs> yeah, well, at least one of us is being honest I here, Chris. Also, have no time for ba- brave take. <laughs> <laughs> but I don't. My I, hot take. I never. Uh, I never enjoyed enjoyed uh, Devil May Cry games. So yeah, I kind of right knew the from the get go that like Bayonetta wasn't going to be my jam. But I know a lot of people who like yeah. play Bayonetta and are like, oh my god. And good for the game fights? considering the recent um, controversy controversy surrounding the the voice acting. I can't remember her name, but kind of made up some lies about what was actually happening behind the scenes. And then she was found out, and the community, you know, as as internet people tend to do jump down the throats of Bayonetta creators and then was like oh actually hang on there's two sides to the story and she's actually in the wrong so that was good for them that after all that kind of I suppose that the dirt smearing or whatever that they got out and got an award uh, no time for those games but way, way to go Bayonetta 3 good for you um, best role playing an obvious winner my prediction as well and Chris's your prediction as well was Elden Ring but oh, I really yeah, wanted yeah. and I think all of us have it here as our choice was uh, Triangle Strategy oh yeah yeah Choice and, and prediction. Yeah, and, it's and a, let me tell you something else. I haven't played that game either. No, <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I watched. I, I watched uh, my housemate play it, and as I, I have, I, I, I had a lot of. Fun I haven't even. I haven't even watched someone play it. I don't yeah. know what the game looks like. You're just taking a pop look. <laughs> well, I mean, no, I, I, know, I just hear people talking. Yeah. yeah. Well, I as a as a person yeah, who has played through it, not finished it yet, uh, has played through a good chunk of it. Lovely level of difficulty. Like I was. 
Final Fantasy Tactics when I was a kid was right up there with my favorite games. And oh, this it's just, still up there with my favorite uh, games. It, yeah. it just fits, it ticks all the boxes for me. Um, it's, and it's a pity, Elden Ring, of course, a deserving winner for sure, but I would have loved Triangle Strategy. It's the, it was their only, um, the only category that I think that Triangle Strategy got into, and I would have loved it if it had taken it, but obviously. Uh, yeah, but Elden Ring, like, why, why isn't Elden Ring falling under action adventure and why is it a role-playing game like what what it's hard, it, the lines are very blurry <laughs> I yeah, know, yeah it's yeah. so strange yeah. <laughs> yeah tough it's i mean like i said a tough one to try and fit games in a certain character i think yeah. i think across the board they did a fairly good job this action game action adventure game is kind of pretty um pretty blurry i think the rest of them they've done quite well family one i think i'd like a definition of to see you know does multiplayer play a part in it, or is it, is it purely about really good PG games? You know, yeah. that's kind of what would be interesting. So I'll fly through these, a couple of these other ones. And um, best VR AR was given to Moss Book Two. I didn't really have much of a never heard of it. Yeah, yeah. never heard of it. Um, Googled it last night. Yeah. I really thought uh, Bone Lab was going to take this. Yeah, me too. Actually, I yeah, don't know if I put that down, but like I, I have a ton of people on Steam that are always playing it. They mm -hmm. talk highly of it. It's a uh, Bone, like Boneworks and Bone predecessor, Lab. Predecessor or like successor or a sequel to Boneworks. Yeah. And it's available on every VR headset there Bo is. Bone Lab? Yeah. Yeah. Which automatically makes it just more accessible than it's like 90% yeah. of the uh, yeah. VR g games out there. And it, and it just looks fucking dope, man. Like, have you seen gameplay? Uh, it's fun. I have it. It's crazy. It's crazy. That one I have played. In fairness, though, <laughs> like I said, I have no idea what Moss is even about. So I looked at a trailer for it briefly. It's one of those... Oh, how do you describe it? Not a... It's kind of like an asymmetrical co-op game where, like, one person is controlling the character with a controller and the second person is wearing a headset and they interact with the environment to create bridges and draw things for that controller player to climb on. So that's cool in theory. Yeah, I've, I've yeah well, that's, that's fun. I've yeah, never yeah. seen it done in a way that makes me go, oh, video game's so cool. Yeah. <laughs> I yeah. don't. It's never it, like... I guess it's just not for everybody um, yeah, I mean, in that kind of style. We're going we're gonna to just pass over best esports games, but, but the best esports categories, unfortunately, Luke, you're the only person who's got any kind of say in this. Um, Sports. Yeah, but I like um, much like the Game Awards, uh, not a whole lot. I'll just go through the awards. Best esports game was given to Valorant. Best esports athlete was given to Yay. That is <laughs> good for you, Yay. Best esports team was Loud, and the best esports events was the League of Legends uh, Championships 2022. Yeah, baby. Yeah, that was a good one. I'm sure, I'm sure people were though, super yeah. friendly during that uh, during that tournament. As, as is the community on a global level, people are delighted. Okay. <laughs> that that's a uh, thing. When you put people face to face, they're lovely. <laughs> they're so nice because they got nothing to back it up. Yeah. But put them anonymously behind a champion in League of Legends. Yeah. Uh, one thing I want to um, go through. So we got most anticipated. Sorry, that's that's a good one. This one was obvious. All of us picked the exact yeah. same thing there, here. Did we? No the Legend of Zelda: Tears of the Kingdom was what we all thought, and it was guaranteed to win. Uh, Hogwarts Legacy was something I would have liked to have seen. Uh, Luke, you obviously your choice was Legend of Zelda, and then uh, Chris, you said Starfield, and Starfield's one that has piqued my interest for sure. Uh, Starfield is super, your brother is actually looking super forward to Starfield. Yeah, yeah. He, like in terms of No Man's Sky, that kind of he's yeah. big into. It. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. The problem is Bethesda. Just fifty fifty. Yeah. yeah. I, like Fallout. Well, Bethesda, Fallout games. So I play it day one on Game Pass. Okay. <laughs> All right, <laughs> yeah. Mr. Game Can't Pass wait. over here. Um, content creator of the year went to Ludwig. Um, Luke, uh, if you can, uh, worthy winner in 10 seconds or less? Oh, uh, yeah, a thousand percent. He has got it. He's got the it factor. Like, he's a very talented 
content creator streamer he just can turn on a camera and he's on which is incredible and he's also like a really cool guy he creates lots of infrastructure he create, creates lots of events pours tons of money back into streaming content creation the community big smash okay. guy total yeah. package all right yeah he's yeah. a he's a stand-up guy and he's like really level dude as well like he's a cool guy so uh, i said I, 10 seconds or less and i'm bitterly disappointed because i think that was more than 10 yeah. seconds i think that was know, exactly so 10 like, seconds I'm this table now. <laughs> no, yeah I'm glad, still, I'm glad one of us knew something about him i still think it's a travesty that body video didn't make this list though he's the absolute best content hi don't know who that is <laughs> <laughs> oh, check him that's the problem that's the problem with like it's it's a community it's a right it's, yeah. it's the games you like so yeah and then we go to innovation and accessibility a surprising one i think uh, i oh, watched a whole video on the last of us part one in terms of the new accessibility yeah me bits too they had yeah. and it looked like it was huge but god of war took that one yeah um, i wanted to ask is what did god of war do kind of i mean accessibility wise a lot of the thing to do with like um you know vision impaired yeah the the vision impaired options were pretty nutty just like yeah bright striking blue like blue suits versus red suits like oh okay. yeah it, it was well, pretty what's, what's interesting was that i never heard anything about i know when i played when i first opened um god of war ragnarok and i went through some of the settings i was like oh there's plenty to choose from here that's cool but i remember watching the, the full video of the last of us part one and i'm really surprised that didn't take it but again i think that's a little bit to do with maybe recency bias and things like that or maybe god of war just you know outright was the winner but i and it's sad also that last of us didn't take it i mean it's not something that really affects any of us personally yes, yeah, so of course. We don't yeah. too, we're, we're lucky enough to not have yeah. to worry about those those kind yeah. of things but great great that that's an award that's actually given in the game of Awards. Uh, i love to, it. to I acknowledge love to that yeah. love to see it the work that people are doing i actually did a bit of research and i i put my vote down for as dusk dusk falls because they even the, the company came out um, and just mentioned they want to make this the most accessible game. And they had text-to-speech and speech-to-text. That's cool. Which, having both of those in the game is pretty unheard of. Mm-hmm. Just... I'd love to see the, that category kind of develop over the years to encapsulate more things. Because I think stuff like that is really good at catalyzing those changes in the industry. It's it's crazy how much it falls to the wayside. Even when I, yeah. like, I, I start playing a game... and. I don't need these options, but when I can't fully remap a controller, like have total yeah, control, it, it's 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 low hanging fruit. It, really, it's got to be really the simple. first fucking thing you do when you make a game. It's just like what? Well, yeah, it's like it, like I can't imagine how that's an obstacle from a programming side of things it's, at all. It doesn't make any sense. And I've always liked the um, one of the things that kind of drew my attention to this was I remember years ago Microsoft made a really big push for. Uh, universally accessible controllers and they offer a huge wind r- mm. like array of controllers for people with like people who are maybe only have one hand or only have a few well, it's, it, it, hand it's and first like and foremost a computer company and yeah, yeah computers are need to be accessible yeah. as possible because so. often that's some people's only option of but it's definitely doing a lot of it's things. definitely becoming a bigger and bigger thing like the fact that i'm paying attention to videos that are coming out about the accessibility, accessibility of stuff. this game yeah. is a great sign and like yep. you know yeah. i mean we, we dip our heads into you know the industry ourselves and you know because we're, in, we're interested in what's going on but the fact that i'm coming across these now which i never came across before is a great sign mm. and like happy days for anybody um who would struggle with any aspect of, of playing games it's fantastic yeah and it's not uh something most people would even think of unless it affects you personally exactly. or like indirectly through someone in your life the only reason i am super familiar with accessible is being a web developer myself and like making websites accessible to people that, mm-hmm. you know, 
can't read and write the same or see the same way we can. Like, yeah. Yeah. No, kudos on them. Great stuff. So moving on from there, we've got best audio design. None of us got this one right. I thought it would have been a shoe-in for Call of Duty um, in terms of uh, how immersive that feels when you're wearing a pair of headphones. Um, Luke, you also went for Call of Duty, and uh, Chris, you went for Gran Turismo, which is which was, would have been my second choice. Did I do um, Call of Duty? Sorry, I'm looking at my own list here, and I can't fucking find it. Well, I think I copied it uh, from your list as yeah. best I could, Call of Duty, so correct me if I'm wrong. But that one went to God of War, Ragnarok, which I... Um, I played, I, I mean, listen, I'm almost at the end of the game. I played most of it with headphones on, and I personally wouldn't have found it anything outrageously amazing. Don't get me wrong. It's got, you know, again, with the Pulse headphones for PS5, yep. you, you do get that 360 stand, which is cool, but I definitely feel games like Call of Duty where that kind of stuff is so important to hear, yeah. you know, and they do it so well. It but was a bit surprising. Maybe that's the key to a good audio design is if you don't actually notice it. It just, it's that immersive that... Nothing yeah, really I mean, stands out or... The Call of Duty thing is very immersive, but like, I mean, God of War is, Ragnarok, you know, I thought was immersive, but again, nothing that blew me away. The fact that the way you can hear certain things in the likes of a Call of Duty game, and especially when you're talking about playing it on a professional level, mm -hmm. a competitive level, um, that stuff is vitally important to your success. And Call of Duty is always, in my opinion, done that very, very well. God of War Ragnarok, nothing particularly special about it. 360 stand and won it. But again, I think Ragnarok was was walking away with a lot of these yeah, awards. Yeah, pile driving through yeah. the competition. I was similarly, um, I checked my list there and I did put down Modern Warfare as my prediction and my choice was Gran Turismo, which, which is how I went into it. Oh, apologies. Okay. No, no, no. That's, that's totally cool. Um, but I, my reasoning was kind of the same as yours. Like I figured that people would be going crazy over modern warfare because again like it's a they use the audio design as a tool in those games yeah. like PUBG kind of pioneered this in mm. the battle royale genre that if you don't have headphones on you yeah. don't have directional sound on yeah. you are at a significant disadvantage from yeah. a gameplay point of view and uh, that's crazy that's yeah. really impressive whereas you'll never be at that disadvantage in a game like God of War Ragnarok which is why I'm surprised that won but like yep. kudos great game I'm loving it at the minute you know take all the awards if you want mm -hmm. uh, this one we're going to go best art direction before we go into like the, the top five awards um, best art direction was given to Elden Ring which I guess for the fans of Elden Ring probably seems well deserved Elden Ring not my style of game not my kind of game I personally yeah. wanted it to go to Stray Um uh, Luke, you wanted to go to Stray, but figured God of War would get it. And Chris, you had Scorn. Yeah, I really wanted But Scorn you predicted, interestingly enough, Horizon Forbidden West, which I would have loved if that had Because it was beautiful. And I was kind of... I didn't play for Horizon, but I watched plenty of gameplay, and I was kind of pampered yeah. on the uh, the PS5 yes. oh, yeah. and the, the, and the, the, the fucking TV, TV yeah. <laughs> my housemate owns. It was, yeah. it was something else. It was something to behold, that's for sure. Um, but... Scorn just, it was unique. It was creepy. It was. We watched. Yeah. We watched the trailer that before the game. Was I made you refresh. guys yeah, yeah, to refresh because uh, nobody else voted for it. And I thought that was kind of crazy. I think I didn't vote for it because it, like, and in in a good way, but not one that I give my vote to. It disturbed me greatly. In terms of <laughs> yeah, yeah. Disturbed. Maybe I was just thinking yeah. of like innovative art direction, like a, a very yeah. cool, a gritty, yeah. scary, uh, not oh, what, like yeah, it did look pretty violent. Um, Macabre. Yeah, but yeah. again, it would have been nice to see something. But I think Elden Ring's got a, 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 it's a, it's a different kind of art direction. I don't think it's not, I don't believe it's unworthy of the award. But I actually still, um, Dark Souls stand. I, I I miss well, the yeah. old art style of like oh yeah, yeah the too, Souls too game. or even yeah. even Bloodborne. I mean, I didn't uh, really. Yeah. I don't prefer the Elden Ring art direction okay. over 
the others. So I see that. Yeah. All right, so we're just hitting. We're just coming up to just about. I think if my timing on this is right, just about the hour mark, right? So I'm going to fly through these last ones uh, before I go on as well. Also, uh, I mean, I'm sorry to break uh, the fourth wall for us here, but our friend Craig is wondering if we're still interested in playing Catan after the podcast. Are we still interested in playing Catan <laughs> after the podcast? Uh, yeah, Oh, it's ten now. No, no, we'll, we'll keep going if that's if it's cool. Yeah, it's ten now. If that's okay, you, you guys still cool? Oh yeah, man. All right, yeah. No, get Chris. You need to go with Luke. Fire away. Um, me and Luke, Luke, you, and me can talk about. Uh, we'll go to one of your choices and um, or sorry, one of my choices. Luke, Luke you know I'm big into narrative. Massively big into narrative. <laughs> For a second there, I thought you said you were really big into Naruto. <laughs> it's like okay, where's this going? Um, yeah, <laughs> I'm not, unfortunately. I know it's, I know it's quite good, but uh, narrative is my is my jam. It's why I play video games. Yes. Really. it's what yes. I spend my money on for video games. Mm-hmm. Um, I love Horizon. I wanted it to be. I, I wanted to be game of the year, Forbidden West. Um, but uh-huh. I don't know if I necessarily believe that it, narratively speaking, was the strongest of the nominees that were there at all. So for me, um. God of War was my choice. God of War was your choice. And I think, yeah, Chris has Elden Ring here. Um, but God of War uh, as a winner. I haven't finished the game Chris, yet, but Chris I'm close has, to the end. Chris has Elden Ring for best narrative? Yeah. Well, yeah. he's got to defend that when he comes back. Yeah, Sorry. yeah. When, when he gets back <laughs> to the table, he really needs to, 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 to answer answer for his sins in that one. God of War Ragnarok, Luke, I'm at the end. And I have to say, narratively speaking, um, great. Great. Gripping. Yeah. Uh, yeah um, love the character development from the first game love the direction that they go with a lot of the characters, the new characters that have come in as well, the great arcs for a lot of them. And just, you know, from a narrative perspective, just a, a worthy, worthy winner. Uh, Chris, now that you're back, um, how can you defend Elden Ring as your choice for best narrative? Oh, there's the reason. Uh, there's a reason, a very good reason Souls have always been some of my favorite games and a lot has to do with the delivery, delivery of the narrative. Ooh, okay. Squeak, which is... Squeak to that. It's 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 not just you're not spoon fed a story the entire fucking game. They're not telling you exactly what's what. Is there a story? It yes, goes. there absolutely well, the op- is. It's the cryptic. Opening, the opening it's cryptic. Opening cinematic in Dark Souls is slow, and there's thrown a lot of names. Did you play Dark you? Souls? Yeah. Were you involved in the community of Dark Souls when it first came out? Uh, I don't should, know if I was involved in a community. Should you have to be community. involved in a community for the narrative That's, to be successful? I have double digits. Yes, hours in dark absolutely. Games. That's why the narrative was the best. Because it all came down to people retranslating like the Japanese version of the game, getting the extra piece of like lore and information, going on Reddit and theory crafting so, together. It was a community involvement to build the story. So like, That's interesting. Then you had content creators come up with these whack in writing like so a, an actual like story I don't about I see I don't know if Elden could possibly win best narrative for that. That sounds like and I appreciate that aspect of telling a story, but they're not telling a story per se. They're leaving it very open ended for you as a fan and a and a player to go out there and be like i think this could be this story as you said cracking the codes or the crypticness of it i don't know if that should be the winner of the best narrative for me the story needs to be pretty conclusive start to finish like so that i can told explicitly read I, a book man I, read a book. <laughs> we're, we're talking about games here and like and some of them are actually like they eventually get confirmed because somebody will find some section in the game or like a, a broken statue that really confirms that like this is who that was supposed to be that they were talking about in this text over here. Can, it is fucking incredible. I can and appreciate is, that. And this is a problem. I, I get a bit heated when I talk uh, to people <laughs> who's never been a fan of Souls. 
Oh no, I'm a hu- I'm a huge fan of Souls and Bloodborne and everything. I've played. I've only played Dark Souls one out of the Souls games, but I played Bloodborne and Elden Ring. Yeah. Um, but I'm I'm a huge fan of them. I just like they're just a bit mad when it comes to the narrative. I feel it, it, I totally buy what you're saying. Like I totally dig what you're saying. It's I, the best I think that's delivery a super of the story. Valid. Like the, the fact that like piecing the story together is a but game. But can in that itself. be considered a good delivery of a story if you have to piece it? Well, well, no, it's, it's it narrative. Is, it's, it's a very it's yeah. an explicit choice of narrative. You have to give that, it. Oh, that that I agree with. They chose is, to tell the story that way, that way, and like people clearly like there are people out there like Chris who like eat that shit up yeah like, that's i'm not denying that but for me i guess i guess it comes to opinion based and i have nothing against what you're saying chris at all but for me if i'm getting into a game purely for the narrative i want the narrative to be front and center well, i, I and never I don't... get into a game purely for the narrative though. well like, well i mean so if i want just pure well. narrative i read a book or watch a movie like um, i play Fair. games because i but I think I think the thing I like about narrative, uh, strong narratives in, in games, is that you you are playing this amazing story as opposed to reading this amazing story or watching it. That you are the character in this story, which is which is great. But I think from the perspective here, I I, fr- I want to get in and just be told a story, start to finish, with me essentially playing as the characters. That's what that's what I how I get a kick out of narratives when it comes to video games. And I think God of War for that reason. Again, I haven't finished it, so hopefully the ending isn't awful. Um, I don't think it will be. But I think a fine worthy winner, and definitely, definitely a stronger, the, the strongest contender in that. Like I said, massive fan of um, Horizon, but not a strong narrative. Who, like, who won the category? Sorry, uh, God of War won oh, that God category. Yeah, yeah, God of War won that one. So we'll go. We'll we'll quick, quick, quickly fly through um, score and music. Uh, we were all very disappointed. Well, we all had our choice. This, this, well. this was probably the most disappointing. Well. Top. Metal, Metal Hellsinger. Yeah, just. They, they did win. You know what? I'm repressing everything I saw last night. You know night. what, Darren? Like, you, you know what, yeah. Darren? You sitting over there? Stop the steal. Stop that. <laughs> <by. laughs> <laughs> Metal Hellsinger did win. Yeah, We're going to yeah. get God this election overturned. Winning score in music is fake news. Fake uh, news. Metal yes. Hellsinger won that by a long shot. No, Metal Hellsinger was a, a completely deserving winner. But I again, it comes down to this thing of, of who, who you're in contention with. Like God who else singer, is in the category? Or sorry, God of War was probably third place for me. Yeah, and I'd agree. I'd be right there with you for that one great, as well. Great score, great yeah. score. Hosier killed it doing that blood on the snow yeah. thing. That was sick. But Metal Hellsinger. Metal Hellsinger. It's in the fucking yeah. name. But I think like, the I whole think game was based around the fucking. When you're talking score. about best score in music as well, I think the reason why a game like God of War would be a pretty much a shoe in for winning something like that is the score for that game helps tell its story metal hellsinger as great as a beat shooting metal playing uh fantastic time i don't think like that's that's all the game is where i think the best score music can help really help elevate a game to something else and that's kind of metal hellsinger is and listen i wish it won it but i think it's kind of like a one-trick pony i think i think what you're getting at here kind of harkens back to what we were just talking about i think you feel that the, and correct me if I'm putting words in your mouth here, but I think you feel that the score can serve to elevate the story of a game. Yeah, not this, no, not, not the story. Like no, not the story the, of a game, but I think that the, the game as a as a as a whole. In, like, if your game is entirely based, and again, this is, I mean, it's it's like contradictory. Like, again, I wish it was my choice to win it as well. But again, mm-hmm. when I look at it up against score, God of War, um, Ragnarok, um, when the music plays in that game, it makes you feel a totally different way to how. Um, Metal Hellsinger makes you play. Like the music in God of War can make you feel sad when the game is sad. 
you know, happy or funny when the game's funny. But Mel Helsinger is just, you know, and again, I wanted it to be my choice, but it is this like, you know, how loud can we pump up the volume and let's just go shoot some monsters. And it's, that's what I mean. It's, it's, it's single-minded in an amazing way, but I think that's probably why it didn't win. Yeah. Like, no, I think it's clout. I think it's just like, <laughs> I think it's clout. Everyone thought they had a vote I, for God of War and I'm, that's what they did. I'm willing I to think that's what happened. I'm willing to fence it here a little bit because I love... We don't like fences here, Luke. <laughs> I, I love the idea. I love the, the use of music in games for storytelling purposes. And I haven't played God of War, but I'm willing to concede that maybe that's something that it pulled off really well. Like Because you can only really experience like the power of a leitmotif in a piece of media if you feel that happening as it develops with what you're seeing um, and I can get your argument that like Metal Hellsinger has a banging soundtrack that you can just put on whenever and enjoy it put on some headphones shoot some aliens yeah have a great old time and don't get me wrong demons I love, uh, demons sorry demons <laughs> not aliens you're right demons monsters um but is that worthy to win best we, score? I, I, know, I know we have to move on. But if on. your whole game is based around music, you make a fucking banger of a game that can even get nominated and the whole point is the score, then yeah, that should have won, I think. Cats going nuts. Cat yeah. Categories. <laughs> We've had to, yeah, categories. The, cat, the categories with Chris. I don't know if that Stop was picked up. But yeah, the cat, um, we, yeah, we can move on. But I, I, could, I could wax lyrical about like how, how important... The, like about different implications of like scores and video games and what it serves to do with what's happening but no let's let's yeah. push past okay, it we'll, we'll just get upset yeah because we are we'll, we'll blast one bit, bit that we wanted to do which I think we're going to have to leave to another episode of the podcast is one to go through the announcements and the world premieres for the show we have, oh, yeah, sick. We have zero time to do that now I don't think oh. we've still got like <laughs> we've still got three or four awards to go through and we're hitting the arrow mark so right. I'm saying we'll, we'll, we'll put the announcements and the world premieres to bed for another episode maybe you know our, our next episode we can do a part two of the game awards we can do we can do do you know what we can do our own most anticipated games, games. for 2023 that sounds like a great idea that's a great um, you know, we've got a lot of new world premieres to go off. Yeah, cool. That's a good show. So yeah. before we get like on that. to, um, I suppose the next one is, is after score and music, I've got uh, best game direction here. Um, so we had, I thought uh, game direction, I predicted Elden Ring to win this. I wanted God of War to do it. Uh, Luke, you had God of War across the board. And Chris, you wanted I Elden wanted Ring. But, no. But you gave it, you, you predicted Stray, but you have your choices, Elden Ring here. Or is that backwards? So game direction, I oh that is actually backwards the way I have it in my head. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, game direction is the uh, like kind of the innovation category, right? Yeah, I think so. In terms of like you know what the what that video game or what the the, the team behind that video game, yeah, how they how they went about creating it. Like I expected. Of- like I'm a huge huge Souls fan. It's it, Dark Souls the first is my absolute favorite game of all time. Well, it's up there. It's definitely up there. It's tied probably. But, and I loved Elden Ring. I expected Elden Ring to win, but like this game, like this category was supposed to be about innovation. And I thought Stray was more fitting for it. I, I, I'd agree with that in terms of, but again, I think maybe this is our interpretation of the game direction to try and do something a little bit different. That's, that, yeah. that's great. Maybe. And maybe they've got a completely different, um, uh, I suppose, definition of that. But Elden Ring, which was the outright winner for that one, I can see that being like, when you take, for me who doesn't play a Bloodborne game, the idea that you could take a Bloodborne Souls type game, which is very linear, mm-hmm. and put that into an open world all of a sudden. Well, I, 
open yeah. world enough. It it, it no, doesn't it's play the same. No, super open world. Yeah. world but like, uh, like but it's Dark not Souls it... have always been a bit different. Like Dark Souls One, yeah, I guess there was probably a linear path you should take, but they never told you which but direction they, none you're of, going to go like, Tons of paths you can take. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. But yeah, none of them would have been open world per se. Like kind no, of like a absolutely yeah. not. And I think in terms of from a direction yeah. point to take a game like that and turn it into an open world game was probably a bit of a ballsy. I mean, it was it was so hype. Everyone was so excited yeah, to see that game. Yeah. Come. I think be very easy to mess that up to, yeah. to screw that. To I, like I, drop I'm, the ball. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I'm still. You're still not sure I don't want to hate too much on Elden Ring because I I fucking loved it. Yeah. I absolutely think it was the, the best game that came out this year. But I think open world was even maybe a bad direction for a Souls like because there's especially. They rebranded. They wanted more people because everyone here is Dark Souls. And they're like, oh, fuck, that's way too hard. I'm never going to play that. Yeah. So they rebranded to get more, like even more people to play it. And they ended up making an even more difficult game with the open <laughs> world because you just turn the wrong corner and you just get stomped. Yeah. Which, again, for me, why I wouldn't get into Souls games would drive me up the wall. But I appreciate there's people who really feed off that kind of style. And again, yeah. they're like, well, this well is it's great now that yeah. I know that guy's around the corner he's going to stop me and I can still like scoot by yeah. him and get like the weapon to do the exact build I want. Yeah. It is great for those reasons, but it's still, it's just another Souls iteration, but open world, which we've seen a million before. times before. Yeah. And I don't think there's too much. I, I could have, there. I would have been happy with a stray, stray winning that one, but I, I can see why it didn't. I can, I can see why Elden Ring took that um, with all of the, the stuff behind that game in the lead up to it totally see that now before we get to the game of the year we've got one other award which we have to talk about because for me the absolute highlight and uh, highlight and my least favorite part about the entire game awards was best performance uh, <laughs> won by christopher judge for his uh, performances kratos and god yeah. of war and quite possibly the most and then stripped of him because because <laughs> yeah. his performance there afterwards was no it was uh, if you haven't seen it check it out he if you've got if you've got twenty five minutes for <laughs> anything, and you want to um, hear a speech, he, and and I guess you know you can say maybe the guy was a bit starstruck or whatever because Al Pacino came out and gave that award, like announced that award, which is a pretty big deal for the game awards to have someone like Al Pacino. Yeah. He was pretty humorous. He came out and said he doesn't play video games and can't see the teleprompter. So <laughs> I knew I knew from that moment I was like this could go south. Um, but I guess Christopher Judge came up uh, maybe a bit star in his eyes. You could tell he was delighted that he was up there with Al Pacino, you know, being given an award by Al Pacino. But it is the longest acceptance speech I think I've ever had to sit through. Chris, you had to leave the room. You couldn't deal with it because it uh, got to yeah, a level I of cringe. Got, I got embarrassed. Uh, like is that the word? Like embarrassed? Yeah, yeah embarrassed for him. Yeah, out. yeah. yeah. Just, yeah. Uh, uh, like I mean, listen, it, it, it's wrong to take away from it. an absolute one hundred percent worthy winner. Uh, he, his Kratos is oh, it was great, unbelievable, fantastic, you know, still enjoyable. But wow, highlight and also most hated moment of that game show, uh, the Game Awards, was Christopher Judge's speech. So, oh, what about one. what about the Reformed Orthodox Bill Clinton yeah, Rabbi Rabbi? Yeah. <laughs> also, watch the end of the game. Yeah, the end of the Game Awards show for uh, for a stage uh, pitch invader or whatever you want to call it. Um, yeah, that was good too. But we'll get on to to wrap up this podcast episode before we go too long. This isn't our intention all the time, guys. Don't worry, listeners. You won't have to listen to us talk for you know an hour and fifteen minutes every episode. I promise you. Uh, we'll get to game of the year. Isn't uh, that what they said about the game awards, though? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah it's, it's fitting. It's fitting that we're going on. You know, it's fitting that we're we're going on way longer than we should. I'm, I'm gonna just talk about our choices, our wants for this one, um, because our predictions were all the same. I'm, I'll get to that in a second. Um, Luke. And Chris, both of your choices were the same as your prediction, which was Elden Ring. Yeah, there yeah. wasn't yeah. a doubt in my mind. Yeah. 
and reasonable. Uh, I would have loved Horizon Forbidden West to take it, but I know it's not up there. I mean, it's my game of the year, but I can understand a game like Elden Ring with all the the stuff behind it would have really been a, yeah. a, a good shout. Um, so yeah, Elden Ring took it. Uh, lovely accept, acceptance speech, well deserved. And I mean, like I says, overall, I, I mean, it, to wrap up here, so we don't go on and on. Chris, how did you feel? Game Awards as a, as a whole, did you enjoy? It was that good. Show? Yeah, you know what? Uh, despite the little hiccups here and there, um, I loved it. I yeah. loved it. Yeah, my cat's going crazy. So we definitely need to, uh, I need to check on my cat shortly as well. Sounds uh, like it's fighting another cat. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. That's possible. It's, uh, it should be closed you're in like, there. Yeah, you're like the top cats. floor of this apartment. <laughs> um, so yeah, so you loved it, Luke. Yeah, I thought it was sick. I was really stoked from the get go. Like they were kind of. All the presenters and everything were really rolling with the punches and like leaning mm-hmm. into yep. the fact that oh I'm gonna say something and it's not like a really gamer thing to say but fuck you guys it yeah. it just like the flow of it was really great really well run event and I think it's going somewhere I think it, it's gonna mean a lot for the games industry in the long run because yeah. there was a really long time when we weren't sure what were the game awards like yeah. was it the dice awards was that the thing yeah, like, yeah. jeff Keighley has really kind of gone out there and kind of put a stamp on a thing that says this is the award show for video games yeah because even in the lead up we were getting a couple of of different groups announcing their game awards or whatever and i just i i didn't not say i didn't care but i was like i don't even really know who this is anymore you know uh, the, the game awards has become and the first the year the final one yeah the first year that jeff Keighley did that and went all in people were kind of like okay but there's like so many of these so like, yeah. sure, surely someone else seems, is going to come out now you know after covid and everything like that it seems like this show has become because it was the one that continued through COVID and yeah. not only continued, but like really shot it out of the park um, in yes. those two years as well. Yeah, myself, loved it. Thought it was great. Lovely pacing. A bit of a lull in the middle, but I think that's to be expected. Some of those announcements were pretty um, dull, but we'll, we'll talk about them maybe in another episode. Yeah. Um, but listen... Um, I do ring. think there's some issues with like the general attitude towards the, the Game Awards. Because you'd see a lot of people were like dressed up in suits, and then there's like a guy with suit and sneakers, and then one guy in like just a t-shirt and ball cap. It's, like it's, it's so it's yeah. so all over the place. It's just Jeff like, Keighley wanted it. Everyone to, needs to have the like a dress code kind of yeah, thing, or or a more uniform attitude about what this is. Yeah, but it, again, it's funny because the Oscars or something like that as as, a, as an award show has been around for so long that there is a definitive. Um, style to it you know everyone dresses up to the nines the one thing I do like about the game awards as a gamer is that you know I don't think it's a it's a shirt and suit type of thing video games aren't right, like yeah, that yeah yeah they're, they're amazing they're, they're but so open but yeah I, th- I know what you mean like Jeff Keighley coming so out in a velour suit place, with like though. white sneakers I was like oh is that the look but again I mean like, it Al- doesn't really matter and then Al Pacino comes out in a suit like a huge Hollywood actor yeah and then Keegan comes out in just like a fucking jumper and jeans yes yeah. like but yeah, again, right. I don't know consistency yeah. here. The yeah. whole, I think, yeah, I think the audience can kind of, I thought the audience was fine. I'm down with people like wearing all that stuff. Yeah. But I think the hosts could be... A little bit sharper. Like the hosts could have a dress code. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That would be cool. Yeah, yeah agreed. Agreed. No, overall, a great, a great show. Um, mm. And I guess we'll wrap it up there. Um, if you like the show, we're hoping uh, weekly, fortnightly, whatever we've got time for, putting out uh, different shows every time about anything to do with video games. Mm-hmm. Uh, anything you can think of, we're probably... You know, we'll probably think of it. Um, uh, listen, uh, if you've liked it, thanks for sticking around for an hour and 15 minutes. Luke, Chris, thank you guys for for coming on and chatting Game pleasure. Awards. Yeah, sick. Yep. Looking forward to the next one. Absolutely. And, and don't forget to email us at giftofthegaming <laughs> at gmail.com. Oh, my God. Okay, if we can just hold for one G-O-G second to see if I can actually get the... Uh, 
the 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 email no i'm not going to find it here. oh wait actually will i will i uh, no I, I don't have it uh, wait to wait until episode two to find out how to contact <laughs> to us because i don't have the email address here um well, it's been great uh listen thank you for listening guys thank you for coming um Been sick, Darren. thank yeah. you and listen i hope you all enjoy the gift of gaming peace out